0: Welcome to Ready to Mosh, a podcast all about rock, metal, and alternative music. I'm Kev P.
1: And I'm Gem J. Each episode will bring you the latest news, talk about new releases, and review gigs and festivals that we've been to. There'll be a smattering of guest interviews and a lot of random chat.
0: As well as podcasts, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search at Ready to Moshcast. Hello, and welcome to episode 32 of Ready to Mosh.
1: Hello. We
0: have a huge news piece today.
1: We do have lots of news because last week we didn't have any news included because we had our interview with Matt from Nevermind Polly, which if you haven't listened to, go and listen to it.
0: So we should probably start with the news then.
1: Yeah, that's what we normally do. Yeah. Lots and lots of festival announcements have been happening over the last couple of weeks and even the last couple of days really. So first up, Bloodstock have announced 12 new bands for next year. These are... Sacred Reich, Heaven Shall Burn, Crowbar Ernie U R N E if you pronounce it that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Ernie,
1: Hebrew. Seething Akira, all hell the Yeti, Dead Label, another one I don't know how to pronounce, U U H A I know, know they the Mongolian, so possibly similar to the H U Hu. Could be. Brothers of Metal, Gutalax, Cobra the Impaler, and Envisions have all been added on in various places various stages.
0: That's a big old uh, announcement to what they've already done.
1: It is and there's more next Tuesday which will be tomorrow if you are listening to this on release day. So the 29th of November they're going to announce their final headliner as in final main stage headliner and the final special guest as well. Oh. So next week's episode will be having a look who they are as well.
0: All right the first one for me is Grasspop. have made an epic announcement Something like 120 bands. Yeah. Over, I think it's four days. They're going down the bit, so it's a bit of a down, like download this year.
1: Yeah, do they normally have four days? I, I think they remember. do. I think they
0: do have four days. I it's usually quite spot. epic, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, just an amazing lineup. They've got Arch Enemy, uh, Cradler there, Ghost, one of the main headliners. They're headlining Thursday. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be amazing to watch uh spirit box friday you've got them a there behemoth are there and it, just check out the list it is you know there's far too many for us to mention over the over the days but their lineup is huge and mm. it's i think this is the festival of the year
1: yeah i'm a bit miffed that it's the weekend straight after download because i don't think i could do two weekends in a row yeah or at least not one that involves travel
0: overseas yeah i i do you, I'll tell you what, I would love to do it. Mm. I'd love to do Grass pop.
1: Yeah, maybe next year. Not next year, you know, the, the one after next year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what year it is. Okay. Right, my next one is Derby Altfest, which is a festival that we're going to be covering on the podcast as we have press passes confirmed for it. This year, or rather next year... It's going to be taking place 18th to the 22nd of October. They've actually added an extra day in on the Wednesday this year, apparently, because they've been so overwhelmed with applications from bands wanting to play. So the Wednesday night is called Chosen by You, so they're going to be posting some bands at some point for people to vote on who they want to play. Mm -hmm. And then they've also announced that Defenses will be headlining on Thursday. Friday is still to be announced. Saturday is headlined by Gamma Bomb and Sunday is going to be headlined by These Wicked Rivers.
0: Who we absolutely love.
1: We do. So very excited really on that one. So that's taking place at the Hairy Dog in Derby. And I think that early bird tickets are still on sale for that one. So go check them out and keep an eye on future lineup announcements coming for that one.
0: 2000 Trees have made their announcement. That's looking a pretty decent lineup as well. They've got Wonder Years, Loathe, Cancer Bats, Frank Cotton, Rattlesnakes, 100 Reasons, who we've seen before, who are yeah. always amazing. Pitch Shifter are there as well, actually.
1: Yeah, I was intrigued to see them on there because they were supposed to be on tour in December, weren't they?
0: We were supposed they to be They were. Going we were supposed to so. be watching them, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was supposed to be last December. It got postponed for a, a full year. And they cancelled it, so I didn't know if they were actually still going to be back doing things, but it looks like it.
0: Yeah, it surprised me, and I actually said that to somebody that we were supposed to be watching them, but obviously it got cancelled. Yeah, they've got a really good lineup, and if it just wasn't so far away, I'd really like to go to that one.
1: Yeah, it's definitely one for maybe one year, but yeah. I'm not sure when yet.
0: Yeah, when we, when we can schedule it in.
1: Yeah. My last one is that Slam Dunk have announced Slam Dunk Italy and Slam Dunk France.
0: Are these new editions just for next year?
1: I don't know. I don't recall hearing about them before. Okay. From what I've read, I think it is the first time they've done it, but I might be wrong on that.
0: Is it the same bands? or
1: Some of them, yeah. So the... France one is going to be on the second of June, so it's going to be just one day, like they are in the UK, but in different locations. Yeah. So France has got the Offspring, Billy Talent, Simple Plan, and Zebrahead uh-huh. confirmed, and then Italy. Actually, sorry, Italy is two days.
0: Yeah.
1: Second and third of June, and they've got Rancid and the Offspring headline in. And then other bands include Anti Flag, Lesson Jake, Bowling for Soup, Simple Plan, Billy Talent, and Enshikarian Trash Boat.
0: So they're pretty much the same bands. Yeah, but switched
1: around yeah. in different countries as well as the UK sites.
0: So, It's interesting. Mm. I've got one other piece of festival news and then one other thing. Yeah. So my last piece of festival news is I'm going to Glastonbury. You are? Yeah. An unexpected adventure. An une- unexpected adventure, yeah. Yeah,
1: some solo reporting will be going on, <laughs> yeah. potentially. Potentially,
0: depending on what kind of state I'm in. Wow, well,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, so uh, I tried getting tickets myself on the day that they went on sale, on the Sunday. I was basically getting the website crashing all day. But a friend of mine managed to secure tickets, and I have my ticket for next year. And there are some interesting rumours as to who could be there. mm so, Muse have been mentioned, and there is a there is a Glastonbury-shaped hole for Muse, and so have Guns N' Roses. And, you know, I'll be I'd be happy with either of those.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of hoping Muse will be there, because you want to see them more I than do me. want to see
0: Muse, yeah. You, I,
1: I would watch them at a festival, but I would go and wait. You're out not as interested. Too, so yeah. yeah, I'll be watching on telly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, could, that looks like it's going to be fun. And my final piece of news is I managed to go to... A gig that I've been waiting for for around 30 years. It was Soul Asylum and it was kind of a co headline tour with Everclear. And Everclear didn't sound great. However, there was a good reason for this. The lead singer of Everclear was really ill the night before and had food poisoning. So, you know, and he battled through it, to be fair. Uh, So that was, you know, fair play to him. He he gave it his best shot. Uh, But Soul Asylum were absolutely incredible. And it was just probably my favourite gig that I've been to just because I've waited so long. And you know how we were saying about Cradle not losing it? Yeah. With the voice, Dave Perner's exactly the same. He's still got that voice.
1: Mm. Am I allowed to say what message you sent me while you were watching them?
0: I don't know. can't remember what it was.
1: That <laughs> You and I want to marry Dave.
0: What's his Yes, name? I want to marry Dave Perner. That's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, solo asylum was just absolutely incredible. He was doing weird little dad jokes in between each one that were, they were funny, but really bad, but quite funny.
1: Well, like any sort of interaction's nice, isn't it?
0: Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was. It was one of the greatest gigs I've been to because I waited so long for it, and it didn't disappoint.
1: Interestingly, it did get downgraded, didn't it? In yeah.
0: terms of
1: venue size,
0: venue size, which is interesting because they've done it at all of the gigs.
1: Oh, right. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I think they did it at Bristol at Leeds. They downgraded mm. the size of the venue. Originally, the gig I went to was supposed to be at Rock City, and that got downgraded to the rescue rooms.
1: Which is about a quarter of the size.
0: Uh, yeah. Just under,
1: really, isn't yeah, it?
0: Yeah, it's about a quarter, I think. Yeah, around there. Yeah. And I mean, the rescue rooms was heaving. It was really, it was one of the busiest I've ever seen it. But you can see why they didn't need mm. the rescue rooms. Uh, sorry, Rock City.
1: Yeah, they obviously overestimated.
0: The selling power of them.
1: I thought, I was expecting it to sell out at Rock City, to be honest, you know, because it's been so long since they've toured.
0: I was, but it was a Monday night. It was, it was kind of like mm. a strange night for...
1: The thing is, though, if there's people out there like you that have been wanting to see them for so long, you like, you didn't care that it was a Monday, did you? So no, I, I just, I didn't give a shit. It <laughs> wouldn't matter that if it's a band you really want to see, you'll go on any night.
0: Yeah, but, I will. Yeah. yeah, I'll take that point, Yeah, But yeah, mm. so happy I finally got to do it. Yeah.
1: I'm happy for you. (laughs) Um, My final news item is I just wanted to talk about Ghost at the American Music Awards this week, because what is an episode without Ghost? Yeah. So if you weren't aware, they won the favourite rock album category. Mm -hmm. A few little incidents to report around the occasion. First one was some pictures were shared by the AMAs on their, I think it was on their social media, showing like the seating area and everything being ready for all the people turning up, and they had the wrong picture for Ghost on their seats.
0: Who was the picture even of?
1: I believe somebody said there's a band called... Was it Love Ghost? Who looked absolutely nothing like Ghost. I mean, obviously, you don't always know what Ghost looked like under the masks, but it wasn't that. Yeah. So that was the first incident. The other one was the fact that there were about eight awards that weren't actually televised due to time restrictions, and one of those was ghost so tobias didn't get to do a little proper acceptance speech and actually get to receive the award which jesus is one thing but the thing was as well i read after that there was some awards where the person who won it didn't turn up but that still got televised and they got to send a recorded you'd think that they'd be one is actually (laughs) there and then the final slightly amusing anecdote that came from the thing was photographers shouting mr ghost to tobias
0: oh god
1: yeah like, Do your research, you know. And obviously, the person who interviewed him on the red carpet, if you will, clearly didn't really have much clue about who he was either. Anyway, but they did win, and they were up against Chili Peppers, Machine Gun Kelly, Imagine Dragons, and Coldplay in that category. If you want to class them,
0: Coldplay is rock. Well-known rock band, Coldplay. Yeah,
1: but the. Bits of news relating to rock from the American Music Awards were um, Machine Gun Kelly won um, favorite rock act. Mm. Turned up in an outfit that looked like Pinhead had been in an argument with a Ribena berry, for want of a better description.
0: Yeah, or well, like the like a like a potato at Christmas with oh, the cocktail with the, sticks in.
1: Oh yeah, like you'd have your cheese and pineapple yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, what a, yeah, so that was that. And then the other rock-related award was Favourite Rock Song, and that went to Manor former Eurovision winners. They were the three rock-related items relating to that award ceremony. That's the end of the news.
0: Okay, review time, and we've got quite a few things to get through. Yes. So let's start with the new album from Disturbed.
1: Yes, and I can't remember what it's called. Divisive, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> it's the only thing I've not wrote down.
0: What do you think about it?
1: I'm not a fan.
0: Same. It's, mm. I think it's painful to listen to.
1: Yeah. I listened to it Monday when I was at the gym, and I remember talking to you about it when I met you after work, and I was like, I didn't really like that.
0: Yeah, it's. it feels like they've kind of rushed it and tried to cash mm. in on, you know, like on this new wave of everything that's going on again.
1: Mm.
0: And it just... It doesn't sound... It's just mediocre.
1: Yeah. I think the thing that sums it up for me is the fact that I left it a day or so, listened to it again at the gym on Wednesday, and I actually did notes on my phone while I was at the gym because I didn't want to have to listen to it again when I got home to make the notes. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it's not
0: awful, awful, but it's definitely nothing special. No.
1: It is, yeah, mediocre.
0: Yeah. It's it's a shame because there are so many good Disturbed albums, and mm. this is just not one of them. Yeah. I don't know what they've what's changed... But yeah, it, it does just feel rushed. Mm. And it's, I think there was kind of maybe a couple of tracks that you think, okay, this is mm. not too bad. But then it just falls flat again.
1: Yeah, are there any particular tracks you wanted to mention? Because I've, well, I've kind of put a couple of notes against all of them, but some of them just say see yeah. previous.
0: Yeah, not particularly. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, for me, the first track, Hey You, I thought that started quite good. And the chorus reminded me a bit of Alter Bridge.
0: I, you see, I really don't like that one. No. He's, he's, it's almost as if his voice just falls flat well, in parts of it, and I just don't...
1: Or I just put OK next to okay. it. I wouldn't say I liked it. Yeah, I think probably standout track for me was probably number two, Bad Man. So, yeah,
0: that's what I thought. I thought that was about the best.
1: That reminded me of kind of the first album to the point where I was expecting to do his wah. Yeah. Sorry for the bad impression. And I thought the third track was okay-ish fairly Mm. decent riff going on in there and stuff but there's the duet with Anne wilson
0: Mm -hmm. it
1: is Anne wilson isn't it i don't even know what that's doing in there i just have to skip it i couldn't listen to it really i just didn't see the point on that one yeah
0: i think we're pretty agreed on this album aren't we it's just not yeah it's not i I think even for hardcore disturbed Mm. fans they're gonna listen to this again they
1: yeah the other one I just wanted to mention, just as we're on it, was track 10 Won't Back Down. I was actually hoping that might be a Tom Petty cover. <laughs> <And> it's, not. <laughs> it's not. You know, because they just do quite a few covers, don't they? Yeah, they've like, done oh, a few, yeah. Is that going to be a Tom Petty cover? It um, was not a Tom Petty cover. No. Nah. So, I mean, marks out of 10. Four. We, oh.
0: A generous four.
1: Really? I was thinking six.
0: No. No, nah, generous four for me. Mm
1: hmm. I think Divisive does sum it up because I had a look at a few other reviews as well because before I spoke to you about it, I was like, is it just me? And they're very mixed. I know the Kerrang! review was quite negative, but I've seen a couple of more kind of independent websites review it and they were more positive. So yeah. I'd say it's definitely Divisive.
0: Well, they got their album title yeah. right.
1: It may sound better live, I don't know, but, yeah, I think we'll leave it there.
0: All right. Next one up, Replica Jesus.
1: Yes, they have another single out, Resolution.
0: yeah. What do you think to this?
1: I really like this. I think it's my favourite one yet that they've done.
0: Yeah, same. Mm.
1: I just found it a bit creepy. Like, they've got creepy artwork, and it sounds almost like a creepy film intro to start with. Well, it has got an intro from a film one, hasn't it? I don't know if you Oh, yeah, it
0: I don't know what it's from. I
1: don't, but that, but that kind of carries on, and it's almost like a really dirty, creepy riff.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, it can't be long until they're picked up by somebody pretty big. Mm. They're, they're getting that way. They've got yeah. to. Yeah, I just I love the way that that bass starts as well. Mm. So this really heavy bass going yeah. on. Yeah. The whole sound, it it could be a Rob Zombie song.
1: Yeah, I put that, actually. It reminds me of... I put a question mark, and then I listened again, and I put zombie question marks, slash 70s horror kind yeah. of.
0: Yeah. And, and it's I I'd wrote that this would fit in House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes. Because it's got that real horror mm. sort of vibe going through it.
1: Yeah. I think the, the artwork as well, you can yeah. see it being in that.
0: Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, I really like this, and it's... They're putting out some really solid stuff now.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I think we've had them before, haven't we, as a recommendation? Yeah, we have. But definitely go check them out. And I think they've got a couple more dates coming up before the end of the year. So have a look on their social media. I know there's one in Nottingham. There and is? I think one somewhere else. I can't remember. Top of my head. But anyway, go look them up. And the last one we've got
0: it is, is. gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the new single by Lake Malice, Black Turbine.
0: Yeah. I love this. So do I. Yeah, it's just an ocean of noise. Yes, that's a it good just, description. It just hits you, doesn't it? It's so... Mm, so many different layers, layers to it. Yeah, yeah,
1: like an onion. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, yeah, I mean, enjoying the speed of this as well. Yeah. And kind of like an industrial sound to it. mm alice's vocals are absolutely insane on this
1: yeah absolutely i've put amazing vocals awesome guitars loads of layers cool breakdowns
0: and the video for it's really cool too yeah
1: absolutely epic video
0: so that's definitely worth a watch yeah there's over three thousand views on youtube of that already
1: is there it's had a lot of promotion it's had a couple of plays on radio one yeah been shared about on kerrang and other places so yeah had quite a bit of well-deserved publicity for it
0: yeah, and, that, I mean, that's my favourite single that I've listened to, I think. Yeah. I mean, this I mean this and the Replica Jesus one are very different. But yeah, so they're very different. Very different, but mm. I'm glad we've had something good to listen to.
1: Yeah, after the Disturbed album. After the disturbed-, <laughs> disturbed album, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, definitely go check that one out. Right, on to me. <laughs> on to me. <laughs>
0: Ready to move.
1: (laughs) Right. On to the week then, where we're looking back on this week in rock and metal history, which will be the 28th of November into the 4th of December. I've got four bits of general stuff. All right. So I'll kick off then, as usual. The 28th of November 2020, fairly recent one, ACDC had their 17th studio album, Power Up, go to number one in the US charts, as in the proper... Billboard charts and many other countries as well. Oh. It hit number one. So just showing that they're still not too old to get to number one. No. <laughs> so that's my first little one. The next one on the 30th of November 2019, Slayer played their last ever show, which was at the Forum in Inglewood, California. And the last song they played was Angel of Death.
0: Did they play Download
1: 2019? They did. That was their we last ever yeah, show. Yeah, we watched them there,
0: didn't we? Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, Still to be seen whether it is their last ever show ever because you all know what bands are like doing their last ever shows. But yeah, as it stands, also on the thirtieth of November, but way back in two thousand and four, Linkin Park and Jay Z released their collaborative EP *Collision Course*, which featured obviously the single *Num Encore*, which won Grammy for Best Rap Stroke Sung Collaboration in two
0: thousand and six. Yeah, oh, that, that is a good track. Mm. Some I don't I didn't think i the EP.
1: Old. I don't know if I have, but yeah, I felt it was more recent than that for some reason. Hmm. Not like a lot more recent, yeah. but maybe kind of end of the noughties.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And my last one, just a little funny one to chuck in here, this was on the 2nd of December 2003... Justin Hawkins, off of the darkness, Yeah, he was held for two hours at JFK Airport because he was mistook for a wanted man. Oh. Apparently he looked exactly like them, mm-hmm. and he only got released when his tour manager at Stroke Fiancé showed them their previous tour schedules, which confirmed he was indeed in the UK at the time of the alleged incident that he was being held allegedly oh. for.
0: So he wasn't arrested for crimes against music? No. Okay. I thought you liked a bit of the darkness. Yeah. Yeah. I've got one small thing to go through. In 1997, the number one UK rock and metal single during this time was "The Memory of Remains."
1: I think I bought that. What the single? Mm, really? I think so.
0: I think I'd stop buying singles in '97.
1: Not sure now. Definitely I've... had the Hero of the Day on single.
0: I did have the album that it's from. Yeah, same. Yeah, which was uh, from Reload. It was Metallica's seventh studio album. Mm. And something I didn't realise, Marianne Faithful was on backing vocals.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I genuinely don't remember that.
1: Do you know, I thought we'd discussed it on a podcast previously. No. I'm sure we've talked about Load and Reload on something
0: before. But maybe we... I didn't mention that bit, yeah. But yeah, but yeah I, I genuinely didn't realise.
1: Yeah, the the na non na not the yeah. attempt to recreate it.
0: Yeah, so but... that's that bit.
1: So you learnt something new this week as well? Yeah. I say as well, I don't know if I have. <laughs> But I meant something else has come out of this. You've learned yes. something. It really is a school day. Mm-hmm. On to the main section then. And this is not what we had originally planned for this. Because originally, we were supposed to be going to see Placebo on Saturday, which, as this goes out, is a Saturday just gone. But due to train strikes, we ended up selling our tickets. So this was originally going to be a review of the Placebo gig at Brixton Academy. Yeah, But it's not. So in a kind of related theme, we've decided to this week discuss ones that got away. So bands that we never got a chance to see, that no longer exist, or gigs that we thought had a cool lineup we could have gone to and didn't, and also some old download lineups that we've looked over for years that we didn't attend.
0: And I've got another couple of festivals that I wish we'd attended that aren't downloaded. Yeah,
1: I've not investigated beyond download, mm. but I'll be interested to see what they are. So if we start with bands stroke artists yep. that we never got round to, mm-hmm. I think these are going to be magic. We've not actually seen what each other's got no. for this, but I know we're going to have a couple of There are these. at
0: least... Two yeah. that are gonna match.
1: I think the main bug bet we've got is gonna go first, isn't it?
0: Okay, go for it. Lemmy.
1: Lemmy. I don't know if you're gonna say Lemmy or Motorhead. One and no. the same really, aren't they?
0: Yeah. I'm so annoyed about that mm. because we had multiple opportunities. Lemmy used to play Rock City every year.
1: Yeah, and we never went it's like oh go next
0: year. we'll, we'll watch Lemmy next year. It's always at Rock yeah. City. We'll watch it's on him a next Tuesday,
1: year. we'll not bother.
0: Yeah. And I'm so I'll never forgive myself for that.
1: No. And um, it's it's
0: a combination of that and COVID kind of made us go, mm. Let's get as many gigs in as we yeah. if we can.
1: I think COVID in particular, in terms of getting as many in as we can, but Lemmy kind of triggered something to say. Especially with older
0: Older band artists, members, yeah.
1: artists, yeah. Don't assume they're gonna be here next year.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, I'm still gutted that yes. I never saw Lemmy.
1: I do have Lemmy's autograph. I can't remember if I've mentioned this before. You have
0: mentioned this before. Which
1: was got on my behalf Mm-hmm. when who met Lemmy, obviously. But yeah, never actually saw The Man in the Flesh.
0: Yeah, such a shame.
1: It just happened to never be on any downloads we went to or anything either. No. It was just not meant to be. Absolutely one
0: that got away. Yeah. There's a band, a very mm. big band that got away, which I know you're going to be the same.
1: Yes.
0: And we actually had tickets we for We
1: did. That, I think that makes this one almost worse.
0: Yeah. We, we had tickets to see.
1: The Foo Fighters.
0: And we'd we'd been trying for years to get tickets for the Foo Fighters, and it was just impossible.
1: Well, for various reasons as well. I was thinking about it. And the last time they played prior to this, in 2018, it was a week after download. So it would have meant kind of going down to London for a thing, or Manchester was on a school night. Or I think it would have had to be London to do the weekend. And obviously the cost on top
0: of a week after download
1: as well. We were like, nah, basically.
0: We'll we'll miss it this time. We'll miss it
1: this time. And then, to be honest, when the tickets went on sale for this year's, we looked at the prices Initially, we were like, "Mm." But then, you know, we thought, well, it could be our last chance. You don't know, do you? Yeah. It's worth it. So we did pay out
0: and we had everything booked. Yeah, we had hotels booked.
1: Didn't have train? train.
0: I think we did have the train booked. Did we? We didn't.
1: Actually, we were supposed to be going from... It was a double header. It was, wasn't it? We were supposed to be at Aerosmith the night before. And I think... Taylor passed away in March, didn't he? Yeah. So I think it, we hadn't got the train oh, the books. The tickets just, wouldn't have been on sale. No, I think we we're about a month away from being able to book the train tickets, but we did have the hotel. So, I mean, obviously we don't know what da- Dave Scroll
0: <laughs> Dave Scroll. Dave Scrooge? <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, The quill writers.
1: <laughs> we don't know what Dave is going to do next, whether he will create some form of Foo Fighters or do something on his own. So there's a chance we could still see Dave Grohl, I guess.
0: Yeah, but, it wouldn't... Yeah. Yeah, it just would have been so good. Like Dave Grohl, Pat smear.
1: Yeah, you know the, mm-hmm.
0: that Foo Fighters lineup was just so good.
1: It was, yeah. So absolute major regrets on not seeing them sooner. And again, they were never on kind of a festival lineup that we went to. No. Or any smaller venues, we never for whatever reason just didn't get
0: get round to it. No. So yeah. i I've, I've got another five. Have you? Yeah. I'd only got one.
1: And it's not one that got away fully, because I did see them, but I have a regret on not seeing them again. But I couldn't think of it off on my head any others. So if you want to go with yours So first. I think
0: the one I know you're talking about, mm. because I didn't see them. Okay. And it's Linkin Park. Aye, it sure is. Yeah, I, I never got to see Linkin Park. No, I forgot that.
1: I saw them at Download 2004, and that is an absolute cherished moment for me. And I just wish I'd have gone to one of their own shows in an arena and just had the full impact of Chester Vocals indoors.
0: Yeah, and I'm really annoyed because I went in '04, but I only went on a day ticket on the mm, Sunday. You did, yeah. I think I I was working on the Friday night, mm. and then I used to work nights, and then just physically couldn't do the Saturday. Yeah. so I went on the on the Sunday, and like the Sunday was great. But looking back, I wish I think what did it for me on the Sunday there were more bands that I wanted to watch. I don't think the mm. Saturday lineup was that strong.
1: No, I think overall the Sunday was the better of the two days. Yeah, but
0: but, but obviously Park. I missed Linkin Park. Oh,
1: you could have nipped down and just watched them at the
0: end. Yeah, yeah, I probably could have done. Yeah. So yeah, a bit gutted about that. Did you say you've not got any others you wanted no, to mention? No, unless any that you mention are ones
1: that i forgot about. I couldn't think of any others M- major ones anyway.
0: Okay, well I've got so I've got another four.
1: Mm.
0: One is fine because you've seen them, and that was the Murder Dolls. Oh, I forgot you've not seen them. I never saw the Murder Dolls. So oh. I've seen all of the different members of the Murder Dolls in other bands or on solo hmm. stuff, but I never saw them as one.
1: Oh, I saw them twice. Yeah. I think, was it 03 would be the first one, I think. Was that
0: the co-headline with Stone Sour? No, that was the
1: second time yeah. in 04. Or was it 02 and 03? I can't remember now. Without I've still got the tickets. I'll look them up. But yeah, the first one was their first UK tour. Yeah. And then they did the double headliner with Stone Sour. I do actually regret not going to the 2010 reunion tour. Mm. That would
0: have been good, but yeah. Yeah, they, they so I, I am gutted that I missed that. Mm. The other ones that I missed, Nirvana is one. I was oh, kind of oh. just... I, yeah. I'm just on the cusp to have watched Nirvana. Yeah, I so. Cobain Kab- died in 94, mm. and I'd have been 17. So I could have watched Nirvana, but
1: yeah, just I didn't. Yeah, 13, so yeah, probably too young, I mean, yeah. potentially. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you probably you probably wouldn't have yeah. gone in anywhere. So yeah, that's what I'm gutted about. The other two are David Bowie.
1: Mm, again, I guess yeah, I never thought of him, but yeah, Could've, he
0: would have been awesome. He would have been incredible to watch. And the last one is Stone Temple Pilots.
1: Ah,
0: I would have loved to have seen those. Again, yeah. I've seen I think I've seen different members in different things, mm. but never as the Stone Temple Pilots. So I'm um, yeah, I'm a bit annoyed about those.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess one for me—it's not really one that got away because I would have been too young, I guess, to see them. Would be the original Queen, Queen line, obviously, because yeah. Freddie Live would have been epic.
0: But I guess that's
1: probably more for a
0: wish list. It is, yeah. I've, a, I've only focused on things chance. that I could have yeah. physically, yeah. been able to watch, mm. you know, and go to a gig, mm. and yeah. So all of those for me are the ones that got away, and now there's festivals.
1: I was just going to mention one gig oh, okay. that I came across. Actually, there's probably loads of them where you look back and thought, "Oh, that was an awesome lineup." But when Metallica toured in 2019, and they had Ghost of support, Amber Cassa. Oh, that would
0: have been great. That would have
1: been an awesome lineup. But again, that was a week after Download,
0: and it was. It's, either, always, it's always that time, isn't it? Because yeah. everybody's over here. Kind
1: of all if they're doing all the festivals, if not Download, they're in yeah. Europe, aren't they? Um, but again, that was either in Manchester or at Twickenham. So, but yeah, a stadium show with stadium that kind show, of yeah. three, four bands on that you really want to see is always a good one, isn't it? Yeah. So I think retrospectively, I probably would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, that would but, have been
0: awesome. Mm, yeah. I mean, we have seen all of those bands, but.
1: Yeah, separately, but I think they would have gone really well together as well. It would have flowed nicely. Yeah, yeah. that would have been a good trio. And again, it would have been an expensive ticket, but a worth it one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm.
1: Festivals. Festivals. Yeah, I've got three download lineups. I've looked back on all the ones that we didn't go to. Okay, well, I've got one download Mm. and the other
0: two are Mm. from Leeds.
1: Do you know what? I know previously we've had our own little chats about Leeds and there have been some epic lineups. Yeah. But I haven't. Looked in detail at them, so I'll let you go with those. But which year have you got for download?
0: Two thousand, yeah, and fifteen.
1: Oh, that's interesting because I've got three, and it's not that.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so there are a lot of reasons that twenty fifteen kind mm. of stands out to me. Again, mm-hmm. we, we've seen pretty much all of these bands, but there are some on here that I've not seen. But I think this is one of the strongest lineups mm. I've ever seen at download. Okay. So. It was, interestingly, it was before they named all of the stages. So it's just, it's the, um, obviously you've got the main stage. It was the Zippo Encore at that time. Yeah. And then it's just third stage, fourth stage.
1: Okay. Some of mine I've looked at, it might have been different posters, but they had different names for the smaller ones. There was a Pepsi Max stage and a Tuborg stage.
0: Yeah, I do remember the yeah. Pepsi Max and the Tuborg but stages before. which yeah.
1: actual poster you were looking at. This is,
0: this is, so I'm looking mm. on the official download website.
1: Okay, so did I. Hmm.
0: Okay, so some of the bands oh. from 2015... Uh, You had suicidal tendencies headlining the fourth stage.
1: Mm.
0: A headlined the fourth stage as well. A. A. And on the third stage, you've got bands like Evil Scarecrow, Three Days Grace, Ghost Inside, Andrew WK headlined. You've got Body Count. Weirdly, I mean, Fightstar were there, but we'll forget about those. No, I
1: forgot about them. Yeah,
0: and yeah, the second stage had really strong headliners, actually. Uh, so the Zippo Encore, as it was called then, you had uh, Godsmack, Eagles of Death Metal, L7, In Flames, Black star Riders, Motionless in White, Carcass, Corrosion of Conformity, and then as you kind of like move to the top two, kind of like the sub subheadliner on the second stage, Thunder and Blackstone Cherry, Blackbell Brides and Marilyn Manson, Lamb of God and then Enter Shikari, but it's the main stage that... Kind of, you just go, this is a great, great lineup. So, on the main stage of the smaller bands at that time, you'd got Lacuna Coil, Parkway Drive, Funeral for a Friend, 36 Crazy Fists. Then you get to the bigger bands. You've got Clutch, Rise Against Billy Idol. Also, go day to day here. Uh, Five Finger Death Punch, A Day to Remember. You've got Slash with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators.
1: Of course, you had Miles Kennedy. Of course.
0: But like so, but it's the subliners, subheadliners, and the mm. headlines that really do it for me mm. in twenty fifteen. So Friday, you've got Judas Priest, then Slipknot. Saturday, Faith No More, then Muse. Sunday, Motley Crue, then Kiss. Mm. That just to those fair,
1: yeah a day ticket on that Sunday, especially it would have been a bit of a dream.
0: I mean, just those six bands alone, I'd go mm. yeah all in. Yeah. I don't care who else is there. I'll, I'll just quite happily watch those six bands.
1: And you know, looking back on particularly the downloads in the noughties,
0: yeah.
1: I kind of have reasons for not going. And I think you'd probably be similar because we both bought a house. They're not together, but then we both had that going on, didn't we? Yeah, we had a financial and, kind of Yeah, we weren't in the same kind of financial place to be able to buy tickets and all of that. 2015, I can't think why we didn't go to that because we were together at the time and there's loads of bands on it we love.
0: Well, we went through a period of not going to festivals. We'd kind of got out mm. of the habit of going to festivals. We
1: had, yeah.
0: There was a reason we didn't go in 2015.
1: I know we were on holiday over Download Weekend. So whether we'd booked that before that, I think that might up, have
0: been. I think that might have been the case. Because I remember flying back
1: over Download.
0: Yeah. I think we'd already yeah. booked a holiday and just not thought about it. Yeah. But yeah, that that lineup is fucking epic. Yeah. So that's my first festival.
1: Okay, so do you want me to go on to a download one
0: or...? Whichever festival you want to pick.
1: Shall I go for my first download one then? I've only got download anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised you didn't actually go for this one, because there's quite a few on here I thought you would have been wanting to see, but 2009? Okay. Now, from what I can see, this is on the download history section on their own website. There was only three stages. So whether they just hadn't added more more on, because it says plus loads more bands to follow. So whether they'd not got that last stage, but they normally still have the fourth stage, don't they? Yeah. And then include bands there. Anywho... So, um, particularly Friday on the third stage, headlined by Meshuggah, mm-hmm. but then Duff McKagan's loaded, yeah, and then back your babies, who I'm a massive fan of, that would have been cool second sorry, third stage on the Saturday, you'd got Architects and lawn mill death mm-hmm. and then on the Sunday therapy.
0: Yeah, I love third.
1: Second stage headliners were Motley Crue on Friday, The Prodigy, Saturday and Trivium Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think what would have done me that year is the clash with the main stage headliner on the Friday. But anyway, um, you'd also got Partway Drive on the second stage, Bring Me the Horizon were there, Opeth. Saturday, subheadlining The Prodigy, which is a bit of a random combo, but Chris Cornell.
0: That is that is a random combination.
1: Yeah, but I do like his solo stuff, so that would have been good. And Static X were on there and also Fight Star.
0: <laughs> well, making another of course, appearance, yeah.
1: Six years earlier to yours. Didn't realise they hung around that long, to I be didn't honest. Either. Sunday, as I just said, Trivium Headline, which I wouldn't have been overfussed about, but then you've got Papa Roach, Book Cherry and Clutch, Shine Down, Volbeat and Suicide Silence opening in mm. the stage. It oh. is
0: yeah, there is mm. looking a, a strong lineup.
1: Yeah, and then Main stage headliners you had Faith No More on Friday, subbed by Corn, Limb Biscuit, Kill Switch, Billy Talent, Stained in the Blackout.
0: Yeah. The Friday for me is a really, really mm. strong day.
1: Yeah. I think I would have actually struggled with who to watch if those headliners were properly clashing.
0: Yeah. Same. Really would.
1: So maybe it's a good job I didn't go. Because <laughs> I'd have just been stood there looking lost, not knowing where to go. Saturday was Slipknot, subbed by Marilyn Manson. Pendulum, Dragonforce, and then there was also Down, Hatebreed, Devil Driver, Five Finger Death Punch, and Ripper Owens, who I'm not familiar with. I don't
0: remember Ripper Owens.
1: No, he sounds like a wrestler. Yeah, it does. And then finally, Sunday was clearly um, 80s rock, dad rock, if you will, whatever, you know, cheesy rock. Def Leppard. With White Snake, ZZ Top. How cool would it have been to see those beards to. in real life? I would love to have
0: seen ZZ Top. To be fair, yeah. they're ones that got away, on. They, they? are actually, yeah. yeah. I'd forgot about ZZ Top. Mm.
1: Dream Theatre, Blackstone Cherry, Journey, Skin, Tesla, and Stone Gods. Again, not one I'm familiar with. So I think that would have been pretty epic.
0: Yeah, I, do you know what? I think I looked at this, but I think it was the Deaf Leopard headlining on the Sunday. Mm. And the trivium headline in the second stage that kind of just put me off. Yeah, that made me think maybe yeah. I wouldn't have gone to that. But the Friday is, mm. I mean, the Friday's epic, and the Saturday's pretty good as well.
1: Mm. I think Sunday's not bad actually. But obviously, if you're not into the whole kind of cheesy rock kind of yeah. side of things, but then the second stage has got quite a lot on there. To
0: yeah, keep you occupied. it's yeah, it's not a bad it's not a bad line. I mean, the first day definitely, second day probably, third day is a little bit weaker. But I'd probably take it easy on that one. Mm.
1: Yeah, so, so it's not a bad thing, is it, anyway, if the Sunday's a week, a day, because by that point you just want to
0: snooze. <laughs> uh, okay, it's so my first one for Leeds is from the year 2000. And obviously, Leeds, you get a complete mix, but back then it used to be a lot heavier as oh, well. Oh, definitely,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, it's nothing like it is now. And, yeah, for basically, like you look at who was on kind of like the main stage and the second stage and stuff. Mm. So you've got things like, and this is what blows my mind. Obviously, two thousand Britpop was still quite a big thing. Yeah. You know I love a bit, but love a bit of Britpop. So on the Saturday at Leeds, it was the Stereophonics headlining. But it's who's underneath the Stereophonics, and it just blows my mind. So underneath those, oh, actually, Daphne and Celeste were there. I think this is the year oh. they got bottled.
1: Well, it's the only year they
0: were there, wasn't it? Yeah, and I'm, it's no surprise when you look at the rest of the lineup. So you've got My Vitriol, who I used to love back in the day. I Forgot they existed. Yeah, a. Again, making an hey. appearance. Hey. So now these are going to blow your mind. These were all under Stereophonics. Blink one eight two. I'm blinking literally. Uh, really? Rage Against the Machine. Huh? Yeah. Slipknot.
1: I mean, Slipknot weren't really huge then, were they?
0: Rage Against the Machine were though.
1: Rage yeah. I say Blink probably weren't
0: at the heyday at that.
1: Quite. They were quite point.
0: big at that. And Placebo. Oh. Now that in one day is as a main stage. That is fucking crazy.
1: Yeah. And I guess Stereophonics were at there, like, kind of... They were at the big, peak, yeah. peak,
0: kind of. But to have band. all of those bands underneath mm. uh, is... Yeah, it just blows my mind. So on the Sunday, Pulp were the headliners on the main mm. stage. But underneath them, you've got bands like... Do you Psychotic Monkey? I do. They were they were there. Idlewild, Deftones, Elastica, Super Furry Animals, Gomez... Beck.
1: That is kind of a random mix. It's almost like a alternative compilation album mix, isn't it? It is it its
0: yeah. <laughs> but I think that's a really strong main stage as well. Mm. The Sunday, so this, again, this is a bit of a random mix. Oasis were the headliners,
1: mm. which
0: I understand they would have headlined any yeah, festival they wanted to. they at were huge that point, weren't they? But underneath them, you'd got, so I'm kind of working, again, working from the mm. bottom off, uh, Asian Dub Foundation.
1: I remember the name of them.
0: Yeah, they weren't mm. very good. Okay. Then you've got the Limp Bizkit. Mm. Then the Blue Tones.
1: Remember them, yeah.
0: Yeah. Then you've got the Foo Fighters. Huh? Then you've got Primal Scream. And okay. then you've got Oasis. But interestingly, on the second stage, on the Sunday as well, it was headlined by Muse.
1: Oh.
0: And there were a lot of, um, you know, kind of random bands that you'd forgot about from yeah. back in the day. So Shed 7, Grandaddy. Don't know that. Do you not remember? They had a really catchy single. Other bands that were there, Queens of the Stone Age were on the second stage, really early on in the Mm. day. I think they they might have released Rated R, around that time.
1: Yeah, I remember it being around that time.
0: Yeah, Graham Coxon was there, Badly Drawn Boy, The One Who Dies, do you remember them?
1: Oh, the You and Me song.
0: Yeah, it's all they ever did. Uh, But yeah, I mean, those three stages as main stages they're mm. pretty epic
1: yeah that's not bad is it it's,
0: it's pretty good going yeah. so i'm gutted i missed that that would have been a good one
1: mm. okay so my next one is download 2010 mm-hmm. so do bear with me because this poster is a little bit harder to read for some reason it doesn't zoom very clearly um we had got a fourth stage on here which was the oh actually no that was a jaeger acoustic stage so that must be when that started i think possibly could be so there's not much on the Ager stage that stands out in terms of bands that I'm familiar with. There is Ginger on there, which I'm assuming would be Ginger Wildheart, possibly. Yeah, it would be, yeah. Enough's Enough. I know the name. No, I do. And um, Ricky Warwick. Good old Ricky Warwick, who was... I can't remember which band he was in. One of the classics, I know. I can't
0: I'll remember. We'll get back to him. Yep. Sorry,
1: Ricky. And then third stage... Oh, actually, interestingly on there, one of the bands on the Friday was Taylor Hawkins and the... Sorry, I really can't read this very well. Coattail Riders. Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders. Didn't know he'd done that as a side project.
0: Yeah, he did a couple of different things, yeah.
1: yeah. Saturday on that stage, the only one that I'm aware of is Bree 77. Yeah. And Sunday has The Virgin Marys. I didn't realise they'd been going that long. Mm. There you go. Obviously, there are other bands on there, but I'm just picking out ones I'm familiar with. Sorry, that was the fourth stage. I'm really not reading this poster very well. Now the third stage, which was then the Pepsi Max stage. Friday included As I Lay Dying and Lonnoa Death, mm-hmm. who seemed to be a pretty staple item but in the yeah. day, didn't they? But <laughs> Saturday was headlined by Michael Monroe. Mm-hmm. Which would have been a classic. You also had Skin. Again, enough's enough were on there because the Ego was an acoustic one. Hailstorm were on that stage and Reckless Love. mm mm-hmm. Sunday had Suicidal Tendencies, zebrahead, Young Guns, and I think that's about it in terms of ones I know. And then going on to second stage, so that was headlined Friday by Bullet for My Valentine, subbed by Coheed and Cambria, A Day to Remember, Anathema, and Trigger the Bloodshed. Oh. Saturday was headlined by 30 Seconds to Mars. who They're yeah. kind of on my ones that got a wait list because I don't know if they're still doing anything musically.
0: I've no idea. No. Other than having the videos repeated every two songs.
1: Kerrang Classics. They were subbed by him. And then under there we had The Blackout, Volby, We Are the Fallen, Cancer Bats, My Passion, Rolo Tomasi, Sonic Syndicate and Rice to Remain.
0: As a headliner and sub-headliner for, a, was that the second stage? Yeah. That's pretty good.
1: That's good, isn't it? Yeah, you definitely got quite a strong second stage yeah. for that whole year, really. And then Sunday was second stage headlined by Stone Sour. Okay. The Ever Presence of Corey Taylor. Corey Taylor,
0: can't resist it.
1: And then subbed by Airborne, Steel Panther, Porcupine Tree, Dillinger Escape Plan, The Damned Things, Napalm Death, Switchfoot, August Burns Red, and three bands that I really can't read. But I don't think I've heard of. One's White Wizard. Right, on the main stage. Friday was ACDC.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again.
1: Kind of ones that got away, but this still a like big Could
0: them. still... Who that's knows? why I didn't include them as yeah. bands that got no, away, I because didn't either. there's a champ, a slim <laughs> but, chance they yeah. could still do something.
1: And then they were subbed by Them Crooked Vultures, Killswitch Engage, 36 Crazy Fists and Unearth.
0: You see, I looked at that, and mm. other than ACDC on the main stage, mm. I don't think the rest of the bands on there are as strong.
1: No, I think Friday's definitely the weakest day of this yeah. year, but you can kind of... Break yourself in, jelly. Yeah. yeah. Saturday, headline by Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. And then subbed by Deftones, Megadeth, Lamb of God, Five Finger Death Punch, Atreo, Flyleaf, Hell Yeah, Taking Dawn.
0: That's a much stronger day. Mm. Hell of yeah. a lot stronger day, that.
1: For main and second stage, yeah. I would say. And then Sunday, we've got another Cheesy Rock day, mm. which to me looks epic, but I can see why you didn't necessarily include this year. Headline by Aerosmith. That's fine. Subbed by Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Again. Which have got away from you. Motorhead. Again. Mm. Billy Idol.
0: Uh, Yeah. Who I would love to see. He's he's
1: still doing stuff, isn't he? So there's still a chance on that one. Slash. Yeah. Just being Slash. Cinderella, Saxon, Rat, and then Domin. I don't know Domin. But Cinderella and Rat, 80s classics. (laughs) There would have been some hairspray in the air that day, I tell you.
0: Mm. Yeah. I, I think the. The Saturday and the Sunday are mm. really strong. The yeah. Friday, not so strong other than ACDC.
1: Yeah, I think that's one I could have gone to. And again, there's like lots of small bands that I'm not familiar with, but yeah. as we do now, we would have explored them, wouldn't we? So, Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm. My last one is Leeds Again 2005. Okay, I
1: think I've got a vague inkling about that lineup.
0: Yeah, it was pretty strong. Mm. So, obviously, they had the... Um, Lock up stage, it was kind of like It was like a metal punk stage, wasn't it? That they used to do, yeah. And yeah, some of the people they had there were Million Dead, Rise Against, Anti Flag, Hate Breed, and the headliner was Bad Religion. That's good in itself, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's not bad, is it? Yeah, and then on some of the other stages over the weekend, you got Juliet and the Licks, remember Juliet? Yeah? That album, I think, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, Cooper Temple Claws.
1: Yeah, remember
0: them. Bullet for my Valentine.
1: They get about a bit, don't Guess they? what?
0: Fight star were there. No. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> starting to sound like I've got a fight they're star fetish. They're ones that got away, aren't they? Yeah, and they stay away. <laughs> but again, yeah, it's the main stage here that's really, kind of, it does get really good. Mm. Uh, obviously, there's a few dodgy ones on there, but Dropkick Murphys were there. I'm not a fan of, but I would watch.
1: Mm, I don't know if I'd even watch, to be honest. I just really don't. They, they're great, to be honest.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Graham Coxon, Elbow, The Coral, Queens of the Stone Age, Killers, who I hate. But it was headlined by the Pixies. Oh, yes. Yeah. So the Pixies, for me, are really, really good. I'm actually done that in the wrong order. That was Saturdays. Never no mind. Because they, they changed the days I know it's hard to look around. at the Leeds yeah. poster, in it? I will tell you what. I'll give you Sundays now and yeah. build up to the last one. <laughs> okay. So Sundays included All-American Rejects, Biffy Claro, Dinosaur Jr., I'd love to watch.
1: Not Dinosaur Pilot.
0: No, Dinosaur Jr. They had Charlatans, Razor Light, Kings of Leon, and it's headed by the Foo Fighters. Then the other day was My Chemical Romance the opening. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so they yeah. opened, followed by Turbo Alkaline Trio, Funeral for a Friend, No FX, Iggy and the Stooges.
1: Quite a punky vibe that
0: day. Yeah, Incubus. And then your sub headliner was Marilyn Manson, mm. and your headliner was Iron Maiden. Oh. And I that never realised
1: I made her play Leeds.
0: Yeah, that shows you how, like, some of the bands on there, like the two festivals mm. that I've pulled out from Leeds, shows you how much that's changed.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It was definitely, although it was always a good mix, it was always on the
0: alternative, alternative
1: side. guitar-based side, wasn't
0: yeah. it? Yeah, it's just gone to shit now.
1: Yeah, we caught it probably the last decent year, Did
0: really, 2016. I, 2016 I, I, I actually remember saying to you that in 2016, mm. I said to you, this is going to go one of two ways now. It's either mm. going to go back to what it used to be or it's going to change for the worse.
1: Yeah. And I think it's had to change for the worse because that is the demand.
0: That's It's the popular demand, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. And
1: there are a lot of metal alternatives for people who are wanting a more guitar-based festival to go to.
0: Yeah. And I, I think because of the small pop-up ones as well, mm. there's more opportunity for people now Yeah, to maybe see the bands that they actually want to see mm,
1: yeah okay then so my last one is download 2014 okay and this looks quite a good lineup and um, we won tickets to leeds that year we so did. that is why we didn't go to download and at that point in time if we'd have looked at this download lineup it was would have been a case of is it worth driving in for the day because our wasn't probably an option for us and we at that point were anti-campers
0: yeah very much so
1: <laughs> so yeah leeds did one thing for the good, which was turn us into campus. But anyway, so the lineup for this one, we've got four stages. Friday on stage four was headlined by the Dan Reed Network, and I know the name of that. Are you familiar? No,
0: no, not familiar.
1: I can't pick out anything else on that day on that stage, but then moving on to Saturday, 6th...
0: 6th. 6th. I love 6th.
1: 6th. <laughs> I can't say it. Yeah, them. Um, they headlined, and then other bands to note on there is just Malevolence. They were not prior to that the one before that yeah you know what i mean and then the say friday you've got me all mixed up with your days sunday fourth stage zebra head again they seem to feature yeah, a, a lot of,
0: they're popping up a lot
1: yeah yeah and again they're the only ones i'm really familiar with oh actually monuments they were there as well mm. moving on to third stage which in modern download terms will be the avalanche it would, yeah. Headlined on Friday night by Opeth,
0: which a, I think would have been Opus, calling yeah. In, in yeah. the dark, yeah. Mm,
1: that would have been very atmospheric. Other bands to pick out there, Royal Blood.
0: Okay. Before they... No, they, they were huge then, weren't they? We
1: saw, was that when we saw them in Leeds in 2014 and we couldn't get in the second stage or the Yeah,
0: tent? and we saw them in Nottingham. Was it before actually?
1: 2015, I think we yeah. saw them in Nottingham. and it was,
0: that was packed.
1: packed. Yeah. So they were on the up then. Um, Amity Affliction. Turbo Wolf, mm-hmm. amongst others. Oh, Let Live. Sorry, I missed them out. They were there then. Saturday on that stage was headlined by Behemoth. Oh, Again, awesome in a tent, yeah. obviously. Well, awesome anywhere, but, you know, a tent would have been good. And then they were subbed by American Head Charge.
0: Oh, I used to love those.
1: The Black Dahlia Murder. Yeah. Who I guess are ones that got away, mm. sadly. Then it says Vamps Japan in brackets, so obviously not The, the
0: Vamps. The Vamps, yeah.
1: But. Anyway, also there were Lonely the Brave. We saw them at Download Pilot, didn't we? We did. Mm. Marmosettes, mm-hmm. who we've seen at Leeds, and, of course, Norma Dad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if
1: it's not them, it's Fightstar. <clears> <clears throat>
0: <throat> yeah.
1: <laughs> Sunday, that stage was headlined by Dillinger Escape Plan. Then you also had The Used Suicide Silence, Against Me, who I really want to see. Oh, right, okay. The Treatment, who we saw at Stone Dead this year, by Artist Murder. Then my kind of picks from that one. Moving on to the second stage, which was as if I won call stage that year. Friday night, Headline by the Offspring, subbed by Bad Religion. Yeah. Then you also had Flogging Molly, Temperance Movement, Drenge, the Answer, Tesla and Tax the Heat.
0: Don't remember Tax the Heat.
1: No. Yeah. Second stage on Sunday, this would have sorry. Second stage on Saturday, I'd have had a quandary on this one, clashing, but <laughs> status quo. Oh.
0: Are they one that got away for you? Then? I
1: think they actually are, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've never gone out of my way to see them, but I think I would have liked to.
0: Yeah.
1: I've seen Chaz and Dave, they're of a similar vein, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> kind of, I guess. Or maybe not. Um, anyway, they were subbed by Twisted Sister, then The Wild Hearts, Monster Magnet, Orange Goblin, Skid Row, 21 Pilots. Oh. Who I've got away from you. Yeah. Um, and the Boss Horse. Oh, no. The Boss Hoss.
0: I don't know, don't know The Boss I say The Boss
1: off. Chevelle, The Dirty Youth and Prestamico. Again, not familiar with any of those ones. A Sunday Night Saw, Trivium Headline in the second stage, mm-hmm. by The Pretty Reckless, who would have been
0: kind of... Yeah, just starting... Oops,
1: no, I think they'd be on the second album then, maybe. Or yeah, thing. I was thinking just starting yeah, to get big, big, though. Big. Yeah, And then Seether, Phil H. Anselmo and the Illegals, a Sabaton, Sepultura, Immure, Skillet, We Came As Romans and Avatar.
0: That sounds a really good that, stage. That sounds a you know, pretty chunk there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good chunk there.
1: And then moving on to main stage for Friday we had Avenge Sevenfold, our yep. first headline. Subbed by Rob Zombie.
0: Pretty good that. Which
1: is the returning point. How is Rob Zombie never headline Download.
0: Yeah.
1: Or has he? And I've just forgot.
0: I don't, I don't think, think he has. He's headline second yeah. stage.
1: Anyway, within Temptation, Black Label Society, Skindred, Powerman five thousand, Crossfaith, and Miss May I. That's not bad. No, what
0: about, and oh. then
1: Saturday, Linkin Park headline doing their hybrid theory, full through.
0: Was that an anniversary? It would have it must, been it must the be a 15th
1: ten... anniversary. Oh, was it 15th? Yeah. Oh, God, it I would forgot. have been in 2015, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so obviously they would have clashed with status quo and behemoth. How do you pick from those three? <laughs> they were subbed by Fallout Boy, Bring Me the Horizon, Killswitch, Bowling Soup While She Sleeps, Bury Tomorrow, Fuzzy and Dying Fetus. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's not a bad stage. And then Sunday, again, we're a bit down the old Dad Rock, Jeezy Rock, 80s vibe again. Aerosmith, headlining. Yeah. Alter Bridge, sub-headlining. Mm-hmm. Was that when, no, I could say, was that when Miles took up his residency, but it's before then, wasn't it? Yeah, not long before. <laughs> yeah. Steel Panther, Volbeat who seemed to be popping up a lot, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: Joe Bonamassa, Richie Sambora. That would have been interesting to see his solo stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. No, but I probably would have watched him. Book Cherry, Winger, and Red Dragon Cartel.
0: Mm, so there is some, yeah. There's some interesting bands and mm. people on all of those festivals that we've said.
1: Sorry, I was 2014, not 15. I said 14 to start with, and then talking about Lincoln Portal got mixed up.
0: Yeah. Um, you did 15, didn't you? I did 15. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you when you were saying 15, I was. Yeah. Are you sure. Yeah. So there's there's been a couple of really strong downloads that we yeah. missed.
1: And like I said, there's some that I know why I didn't go to for various reasons. Some I'm just like,
0: why? Why did why we not? Why
1: did we not?
0: Yeah.
1: I know 2016 when that was on, we had Leeds tickets that year, and yeah, I remember we did. that weekend because I'd already booked the time off for Download and Leeds. Yeah. And I remember thinking. Really wish I wish was a download. I think I was painting the kitchen or something. And then there was that epic downpour. You know, it was like glory yeah. sunshine on the Thursday and then that and epic then downpour. flooded everywhere and at 16. And the road near us actually exploded because the water pipe burst. And I was like, actually, I'm, I'm happy painting my kitchen.
0: Yeah, it's not so <laughs> that bad That was now. the
1: epic drown-load year, wasn't it? It was, yeah. So weather-wise, there's some that I don't regret, but line-up-wise, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'm with you on that. Yes. Well, hopefully we're in a new cycle now, yeah. so... This year was good, so hopefully the the next four or five are going to be the hopefully, same. Hopefully,
1: yes. Yeah.
0: They're the ones that got away.
1: They did. There may be others we've forgotten about, but they're the ones that we know definitely did get away, as did Placebo. So if you went to Placebo on Saturday, I hope you had a good time. If you bought our tickets, thank you. <laughs> yeah. We don't know who it was. It was Ticketmaster Resale, but Yeah.
0: Right, finally time for our Ready Tomorrow recommendation. Yeah, And it's a band we've mentioned an absolute shed load on here.
1: Yeah, and I think we only realised we'd never actually done them as a formal recommendation when we were doing our playlist last week. Yeah. And they weren't on there. They were on all the kind of Everything else, yeah. bobs, But never actually been
0: a recommendation. No, yeah, and we first saw them live before we just started doing the podcast. We did, back in February. Yeah. So this week's Ready to Mosh recommendation is Lake Malice. Yep,
1: we've already mentioned them on this episode in the single review, but you can never have too much. No,
0: and they've, they're also previous guests.
1: They are, yes.
0: Yeah, so you can go back and listen to that interview as well. Yep, I can't remember which episode it was. It's the one that says Lake Malice. It
1: is, probably around <laughs> July time, I think, we did it.
0: Yeah, but ju- just go back through and you'll be able to find it. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, Alice and Blake are fantastic musicians we love all of the stuff they've been putting out and yeah go check them out everywhere
1: yeah they have got one date coming up that we're aware of which they are doing supporting wargasm uk on the 7th of december at the bear cave in bournemouth so if you're in the area go check that out because that will be an epic night and obviously they've been announced for download next year so make sure you watch them there and i'm sure there'll be some other dates popping up before then as well
0: yeah, they've got a collection of sort of singles out at the moment mm. uh, that you can check out.
1: And some epic videos. Yeah, that, the before. videos are yeah.
0: in, are absolutely crazy, uh, really good.
1: Yeah, and the latest one, Black Turban, that we mentioned, when we had them on the show, that was just after they'd filmed that. So yeah. you can get a bit more insight into that. And just quickly look back, it's episode 16. If you've not listened to the Late Malice interview, go back and look up episode 16. Give it listen, a listen to it there. Yeah right so thank you for listening as always if you've not done already please give us a five star review on spotify and anywhere else where you can leave us a review it'll be very much appreciated if you're not already following us on social media we are on instagram and twitter at ready to Mosh cast facebook tiktok and youtube ready to Mosh. and that's everywhere i think we're all over the place these days so, yeah, please go and give us a follow on all of those places if you like what you've been listening to. And we'll be back next week. Make it stop. Moo gum hungry.